Keep It Basement monologue series, part three or four. I'm not sure. But shout out to everyone who listens to the podcast, who watches the YouTube channel, all that good stuff. Shout out to y'all. Um, I got to read some announcements later on, but it's very cool, humbling, interesting, too, at the same time. How there's like charities DMing me or hitting me up saying, hey, can you talk about my charity? Well, first, I got to see if it's a real uh, organization or legit charity because I don't want to promote something that's not authentic or scamming people because there's a lot of like GoFundMe pages out there where uh, people are taking money and lying about charities or, or donations and all that stuff. So that ain't right, especially for the holiday season. A lot of scammers. I guess you can't knock the hustle, but I mean, that ain't fun. That ain't right. That ain't nice, you know? Uh, but yeah. It's just humbling and cool to get <clears throat> people DMing me, certain organizations get a part of, charities, you know, all that good stuff, especially when I'm out here promoting uh, pocket pussies and dick spray and interviewing porn stars, you know? I mean, like, sometimes I understand if the material might not work well for you or sponsorships or, um, you know, just general people. I know what one business, he's a business owner, my friend, he listens to every episode, shout out to him, um, but he's like, hey, listen. I would love to come on and promote my product and brand. And I'd love for you to sponsor uh, my product and everything. But, like, it's just not going to work out because my company will get, <laughs> get angry. And I get it. And I respect that. I respect the honesty. You know what I'm saying? And I, I respect that you listen. But, yeah, keep it based on monologue series. Here we go. We're going to talk about something that's very interesting to me. I've talked with several people about and just learning the game of social media Remember how I kept saying, hey, if you give me a few months or like a few years or whatever the timetable was, I think a few months or whatever, and if I had a million followers and a verified check, I would able to bring, I would bring income in, create a stronger brand presence, and get more listeners on the podcast, YouTube videos, all that stuff, and help out comedians and anyone who interviewed me. And I'd get bigger name interviews because I'd have a huge following. Uh, I'm not saying I don't have a huge following now, but obviously you understand that it's still kind of up and coming, but a good strong following in the local area and throughout like YouTube, a lot of, you know, millions of people watch my videos and stuff like that. And podcasts, some have went pretty viral. But I mean, it's not like consistent, like millions of views every episode, like Joe Rogan. I, you know what I mean? Like I'm not putting myself on a high pedestal. I'm just saying I want the best for the brand and myself. And I thought the experiment would be a cool thing. And I really think it would work. I really have confidence in myself that I think you could make it if, if that was the case. I mean, people are like, well, yeah, obviously you get a million followers and a verified check, people are going to follow you and want to listen to your stuff. True, but I think you still kind of have to have a talent or be witty and funny. And uh, recently I started commenting on a verified Instagram account with over a million followers. It's a whole new game. It might not translate to product sales exactly, but it, it translates to attention and brand awareness and profile clicks. And that creates value to brands and businesses and people who run these accounts because you're getting more traction on their pages and more profile clicks and that helps with algorithm stuff. That helps with, you know, building relationships with people. It helps with getting new following, um, social media following. And it also increases sales because people actually start to look at those products and pages because of your comments. But, uh, yeah, I was, like, pretty much hired to just be me without completely being me because there's sometimes I'll say stuff that's controversial or, like, you know, too sec- sexual or, you know, too much. Uh, but I pr- pretty much get full creative control and leeway i just know what not to say like i just know what i shouldn't be saying i just think of something off the top of my head and comment and use my wittiness and humor one thing i don't understand but i do at the same time is a lot of these creators and comedians right complain about their nine to five day job and hate it and then just do comedy at night why not do a couple freelance gigs or a couple side jobs too or instead of that nine to five and then do the comedy at night 
but you know do these like freelance jobs you know commenting on people's pages etc you know knowing the right people getting in the network and use your talents as well because pretty much i'm just using my wittiness like i'll see a comment i'll see it's posted and i'll just start typing for what i think of that picture or that meme you know what i mean i make a funny joke by, by it you know you guys would like it, you comedians, because I pretty much get heckled all day on social media for my comments. I find it funny. Like if I say something controversial, if I say something funny, then I'll get a bunch of haters commenting because you have that verified check and that million following. And it's interesting because you gain more attention because there's actually people. There's an ex- there's, I was ex- conducting more experiments. There's people out there who want to comment because you have a verified check or a huge following. They want to get a reaction out of you. And now I actually believe I was on this side as well. I played both sides of the situation. I think there's times in my life and randomly and recently probably where I would comment something funny to get a reaction out of that celebrity. And now I'm seeing it where these young kids or random people, I don't know who they are, they're commenting stuff to get like a reaction out of me and a rise out of me. And I just like it and laugh. One, because it's technically not my page and they're dissing the pictures in my page. It's not me. And then two, it's just the fact that you just see how the internet works in social media, how everyone's just trying to get clout. Like everyone's just trying to gain recognition off your comments or whatever. For me, I'm hired to write something funny to get his business, you know, more views, more page clicks, uh, you know, a million visits per week uh, and just helping them out and it's working. But for a lot of these kids or people on there, they're just trying to get a reaction out of like someone with a verified check to just, you know, feel validated or, you know, I don't know, get a reaction out of them. And that's what they like to do. But I feel like this experiment is kind of conditioning me for fame on social media because it helps you realize this shit doesn't matter at the end of the day. We're all just people put on the same pair of pants and you got to show love, not hate. There's a lot of haters out there. Because like when you're running a verified page, it's cool because it's preparing it's preparing me for a large following with my own brand and pages. And I laugh at the hate comments because it's a whole new game out here. People are just trying to get a reaction out of you, like I said. And if you're verified and have a large following... It's it's a different spectrum because you're on the other side of things as an up and coming comedian or someone with not a large following, and you're trying to get a reaction out of people, or you're doing these funny comments, right, to get on their pages. You could literally do the same philosophy. What I'm doing is I'm just commenting. I told you the trick. I mean, I tell you too much. Zappy tells me how to say much, and not to give secrets also away. You literally just comment quickly on these pages, right? And if you have a larger following and verified, you're going to get more likes instantly. The person hired me because he saw that I was able to generate more page views on keep it basement and on the Sweens because i would just comment something very witty and funny and unique and i'd get a reaction out of the celebrity or i would just get a reaction out of the people in the comment section and get a lot of likes or feedbacks sometimes it's better to get 200 likes on the thing and like 89 comments than to get like 700 likes and two comments you know what i mean because they're interacting they're seeing your profile i've got people listening i've gained recognition and people listening my podcast and youtube pages off of commenting on a Charlemagne picture about something else or commenting on a hip-hop blog post or something, an entertainment blog post. It's just you play to your strengths. You play to your fan base, you would think they who, who they are, or you play to what you're passionate about, what you know about, and you bring that to their attention. You know, you inform the, the people looking at the comments or you do something entertaining that they would laugh at. I'm not going on Kim Kardashian's page and trying to make a joke about a show I don't fucking watch or Kim Kardashian I don't watch. The only thing I watched when her was on Pornhub with Ray J. Shout out to her. Just kidding. I'm good vibes, positive vibes. But you go where you have a passion for something and you comment on that. I'm giving away fucking gems here. Zappia's going to get angry. Whatever. But I'm, I mean, who am I? I'm not fucking uh, Oprah. I don't, I, don't, I don't have the answer to everything. But people want to get clout or, you, or, you, or they diss you, you know, in the comments. The name of the game is you're just trying to grow more of a follower, you know, more followings, more people to your page. And 
there's power in a voice with more followers and verified blue check. I will admit, um, it, it's not good. There has to be some type of balance. It's, it's kind of scary in a way because people could definitely take that power and use it. It's not right, but it enables you to get followed by hot models, celebrities, free products, and money for ads and building a network. And a lot of people commenting, like a lot of people who are hating and commenting are young college kids or high school kids who are trying to be cool or find a way, you know what I mean, find a way to fit in or, you know, find themselves. And a lot of these famous people, these rappers, athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs, a lot of their following is young kids. And it made me realize, like, I know I get weird sometimes when, like, young people listen to the podcast in high school and college or even younger, not good. One, because they're young and it's weird and you're talking about mature stuff. But at the same time, a lot of these kids have the access to social media and access to podcasts. And if you get featured underneath Call Our Daddy or The Breakfast Club or some famous podcast and you happen to have a fan who's listening who's 15 years old and you make them laugh or you give them confidence or whatever, I feel like that's a win technically, but it is probably frowned upon. But you're, a lot of these audiences, a lot of these young YouTubers, young people watch these videos, podcasts, or young kids and they really look up to you, and they're the ones who are buying your merch. They're the one who's listening weekly. Even though our demographic for Keep It Basement seems to show primarily the most popular it is 24 to 35-year-old age range, and then also 18 to 20-something. But, I mean, I don't think they calculate anything 18 or under, but you got to keep in mind that that is probably a huge portion of people listening to podcasts and YouTube pages, especially through social media. It just generates new fan bases, and that's what I'm learning. And I feel like we've all been that person trying to make someone bigger react like a celebrity and now it's funny when more celebs or verified people are writing you back i think it shows you know just doing this stuff you're talented but at the same time you don't even have to be talented if you have a following you know and uh you got people just liking your stuff the whole time not everyone's gonna like your work anyway and people are gonna be haters especially on social media but if you have that following and that attention and that you know brand presence you could be more successful and get more fans and do what you love to do more than someone who just has natural talent and doesn't have any exposure. That's why exposure, like I said, is so important. No matter what you're doing, whether it be comedy, um, you know, YouTube, radio, whatever. And I know I harp on that a lot, but at the same time, I know it's important to develop your craft. But like I said, I know comedians who've been doing this for about 15 years, a long time, who are opening for YouTube people. Now, is that fucked up? Yes. But is that reality? Yes. The YouTuber have more of a following because they're putting themselves out there on different platforms all the time. They might not even be funny. They might be hack fucking comedians, but still, that comedian who didn't put that social media work in or is trying to do it and not as big right now, he's going on stage before and still getting that paycheck. He, he ain't hating. If he get a couple thousand in his pockets per show, why would he say, fuck this guy? He knows in his head, fuck this guy. He's a YouTuber. I'm doing the comedy stuff forever. He knows you got to do more, be multifaceted. That's all I'm just trying to say. You know, I know a lot of people disagree with me. Some people agree with me. I'm just out here giving my opinion. What the fuck do I know at the end of the day? All I know is, though, some people do take my ideas, and Tom Zappia tells me to relax and not say too much, so I can't even do that. But uh, it's weird because it hits you doing the social media shit. This isn't what I want to do anyway. It just, it just proves my point of how you can make it with a following, and then also it just proves that I have a talent with different things. Not tooting my own horn. I, I know it seems like it, but when you're talking to yourself on a monologue... You know who else? Is, who am I? Who am I going to talk to and agree or disagree with? I think that if Tom was sitting here, or Alex or another guest, they would agree with some of these points and then maybe disagree. It would be a good conversation. We could get on that in the podcast with people, not just me. But I know it hits you weird when the, you know what I mean when the likes start piling up or you get a text saying "Keep up the good work." The comments are hilarious, dude. Um, my page views are going up. I'm getting more clicks on my profile. Get more business. And when you're not that big with a huge following on social media, like, you know, just a commenter, like an average commenter, you just start, 
you just you just start commenting like yourself and you see all this and there's power in it and i feel like it can be dangerous like i was saying like the power thing and has to be a balance you got to know that just social media it's not really real life it's just amplifying certain things you're helping businesses out you're helping brands out and you're getting paid for your services just keep it moving but it shows you the great power and it shows you how to play the game because you look at the DMs of someone verified with a million followers, you see all this bullshit like, hey, can you get me verified? Want to do this giveaway contest, this and that? And you see like all the ways and the, you know, how people like monetize, you know, it takes them to their YouTube, it takes them to their link tree, it takes them to their podcast, they're doing giveaways, winning money on social media, different like creative ways to gain a following. And you see, and you're told by entrepreneurs, you're told by verified people, hey, listen, you, get, you do great interviews, you're funny, you're witty. I want you to comment on my page. I'm just going to show you, though, it's all more important about exposure, what you bring to the table, the value you provide for the listener. I mean, you could have 2 million followers on your podcast, Mike Sweeney, but at the same time, you might not get 2 million views on the episode, but still, you're having that page, and it shows how you're verified. It shows how you have a following, and people people want to listen because they want to know what you have to offer. Like They want to see, oh, you're funny. You're like the male caller daddy, or you're like a hip-hop interviewer, this and that. You got a following they want to see, more people want to see. If you're at like 500 or 1,000 followers, hate to say it, but maybe people might not be interested or they might like you because you're like, you're like a hidden talent, like a raw gem, like you're about to blow up. You're about that artist who's about to sign. They don't, wanna, they don't want you to blow up yet. They want to listen to you. Or they'll find you relatable because you're like just like them, same follower count, this and that. Social media plays a part in a lot of this shit. I see it. I see it. Some fucking hack comedian with like 3 million followers, not to be a hater, who's not doing a stand-up comedy, doing like the internet comedian stuff. It's like, you know, just shady shit he's doing and then like videos and he's, you know, getting all this recognition. I'm not hating or jealous. I'm just saying it's not my cup of tea. Not everyone is a cup, you know, not even someone's cup of tea. You might not like me either, but I'm just calling it how it is, like how the exposure is important in social media. And yeah, pretty much that's it. I don't want to keep rambling about the same shit, but it's just interesting to me. Keep it based on monologue. Uh, just experimenting, working on someone's page with a million followers, a verified check. And just learning about like all this different stuff, entrepreneurship, social media giveaways, uh, just building a brand. And I'm taking what I'm learning as a commenter and just being funny, like I always am, like my natural talent of just being funny, uh, being a part of the culture, being in tune with what to say to the right pages and stuff. I'm learning the game with that too. I'm getting young kids making fun of my jokes. I'm getting late girls laughing at me, doing penis jokes. I'm out here. I'm getting good likes. I'm getting like thousands of likes on some things. You know, that's the high number. Low, low numbers like 75 to 100. And then mediums like you're, you know, you know, like 400 to 800. And I know if it was on my regular pages, I probably might not get that, that many amount of likes because it's a numbers game. It's a verified check game. It's like, oh, if he has a million followers, who is this idiot? And let's check him out. I'm not calling the guy an idiot. I'm just saying like I'm the idiot running it. But it's very interesting. And uh, yeah. I guess if you got anything out of this. I guess if you got anything out of this, my point is basically also shoot your shot, take risks. Um, I see it how entrepreneurs fail a lot. They'll put out a product and the product has to be taken back for licensing issues or they can't go about it. They didn't connect with the celebrity. They don't want to make the product. Just keep talking to people, networking and build your network. It's all about who you know. It's all about the right opportunities. It's like don't go on Indeed and, you know, get that easy job. I mean, if you got to do it, then do it. But I'm saying, like, you know, there's more opportunities out there than you think, and you're better than you are. You have you got to have the confidence to just go about it and have the wherewithal to network properly. Like, don't go on Tinder and match with that girl at 2 a.m., unless you're horny and haven't got laid in a long time. But, like, don't take the easy route. You know what I mean? Like, there's that quote. It's like, if you do the easy thing, 
it, life's going to be hard for you, but if you do the hard stuff, then life's going to be easy. And I really believe that in a way. A lot of people have said that, like Young Jeezy, Les Brown. I think Les Brown was the originator, but then all these rappers took that and put it in rap songs, I don't know, and like on their tweets. But I really do believe that to just kind of, you know, focus in, hone in on your crafts and just take the time to, you know, fix a resume or apply for the right career or, you know, get on stage or, you know, I should probably take my own advice. But like stuff like that, you know, talk to the girl you really want, shit like that. Like get out of your comfort zone. Like I see it like in the DMs now when I'm running the page for the comedy comments. Um, you told me I had full access to the DMs and stuff if I wanted to network with anyone, connect with anyone. I still kind of feel funny doing it. Like, hey, I'm with Keep It Basement, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool opportunity. Um, but my point is, like, I see, like, all these deals that fail. And then, like, the one deal, like, will go through. So you got to just keep putting shit out. You got to put yourself out there. Like, I see the, like, how the opportunities, like, the person be talking to, like, fucking literally 300 people in the DMs. And only, like, five opportunities come from it. And you got to, like, kind of balance your time and, you know, not waste the energy, but be professional and play the part. But, like, out of those 300 deal, three hundred things, those connections, only five work, that's taking risk and, like, <clears throat> making money off of that and networking and, you're, you know, and, and never losing, like, touch with anyone. Don't be a dick. And if something didn't go your way or it didn't work out, you never know the next time you'll get that comedy booking. You know what I mean? Like, say if the comedy owner doesn't want you at this event, maybe the next time you'll get it. So never burn bridges. Don't be a dickhead. It's what I'm learning through the DMs and like networking with these people and seeing the DMs and how it works. And then also, it just sometimes is not even about the content you put out, though all it is important, if depending on if you're an entertainer, not to constantly put content out. But if you're like an entrepreneur, you don't always have to put content out. You could kind of make deals on the low key if you have that following and verify check and just like networking and stuff and respecting the industry you're in. But like obviously have some type of scheduling and content schedule and just put the content out and you know, just like don't quit. Like you never know what could pop off for you. Like you go to that open mic night every fucking week to practice your craft. Why not post on social media more or have like some type of schedule set up that you're actually a brand and business? Like I know as a creator, sometimes money doesn't we don't care about the money, we just care about the passion and the money will come. And that's how like real success happens. But at the same time, when you're talking to these business people are entrepreneurs and they ask you your five year plan or your plan with the business and you look at them like you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like they're speaking Chinese or whatever the fuck it is, like Taiwanese, Chinese or whatever. I don't know, the mayor, what's it called? I don't fucking know. But anyway, they, you look at them like, what? Like, kind of have an understanding about your business and be smart with it because everyone's their own CEO really nowadays more than ever, especially with social media. And I see a lot of people who are, like, phony and shit. I'm not saying being phony, but be professional. Like, I, I do this myself. Like, I'll talk down about my brand and stuff because I don't like the compliments and, and everything like that. But fuck that, yo. I know it's good. I know I'm dope. It's just the fact of getting the right exposure out there and, you know, just consistently building and doing it and not doing five million fucking things. Also, I realize spending time with entrepreneurs and people who are successful in, in their capacity of business and whatnot. They're very good on time management. Like they'll have that calendar appointment app where it's only like they'll like check what they're doing every 15 minutes of the day and then just keep it moving and have like a workspace where they're focused. Don't watch TV, but they'll get in the YouTube hole like everyone else where they'll watch YouTube clips, whether it be like comedy clips or entrepreneur clips or interviews, stuff like that to better their business and brand. And it's kind of like, they just plan ahead, you know, they, they know what they're doing, they have a purpose to their day, and I think a lot of us get lost in the rat race where we don't know what the fuck we're doing, me and myself included, especially during the holiday season when it's busy, but obviously family's important, and, uh, you know, sacrifice and stuff, I, you know what I mean, if you have a girlfriend, a boyfriend, or, you know, just want to go out and have fun, you got to balance everything. Who the hell am I to give you all this advice, but I, just what I'm picking up and learning, and I like to share my wisdom with people, I don't want to be an asshole and hide it and be a scumbag, but obviously I know there's some things you can't turn out there 
Like you gotta have that secret sauce and you gotta be good at what you're good at and not give away your secrets until you're like at that level of motherfucking Steve Harvey, Oprah, Charlemagne, Howard Stern, uh, Denzel Washington, uh, I'm trying to name more women, <laughs> sorry, but not to be sexist, yeah. But you, you get my point, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, plus, if you can't be a motivational, inspirational speaker with like 500 followers or if you haven't done anything. The real people have to put in the work, be successful or be good at what they're great at show their gift, and then tell people about it and everything like that in com- within comedy and business and all that. And then my advice on social media commenting or anything comedy-related, I mean, don't be fake and phony. Be who you are if that's who you are. But what works for me is being relatable, being nice, but saying what every- everyone is thinking. Like, I'm that guy who won't put you... I'll put you on the spot a little bit if I could know you could handle it and if, like, I, I will put myself in your situation first before dissing you. But, like, for instance, like... I'm a nice person down when it comes to it. Like sometimes the people please are not good, but I'm a nice person where I won't fucking, I'll rather put the joke on myself. And I think that takes more confidence than throwing the joke on you. But some people are like, bro, have more confidence in your comedy. You're like, stop being so self-deprecating. But I feel like that's true confidence away. Cause if I could diss myself and take the heat and take any diss coming my way, like Eminem eight mile theory, like I'm ready for it. Then you can't do or say anything that will fucking put me against it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm already battle tested through that shit. And just my comedy and just like making people feel better. I like making people feel better. I don't really want to make myself feel better. I guess it makes me feel better when I make other people feel better, I guess. Yeah. But being relatable, um, I'm just saying what everyone's thinking. You know what I mean? Like, why not bring it to someone's attention? Sometimes it will be looked at as being an asshole or mean, but I truly don't mean that. I'm, I'm honest with my intentions. I'd rather just get it out there. I'll, I'll, I'll put you on the spot, but I'll be nice about it in a positive way. Like, the joke... I'll put it out there, but I'm not going to like fucking throw real zingers at you hard unless you're an asshole. And then one of the things that can be tough, ghostwriting or commenting, is putting, uh, putting in another person's perspective. But funny is funny, and getting the reaction, good or bad, is still a win because it's a reaction, and someone's going to click that profile and go to that, that website, and that helps you out, you know? Uh, or whatever the case might be in your situation with social media or commenting or just being relatable and uh, ghostwriting for people or doing comedy. Funny's funny, though, at the end of the day. Yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat this follower bullshit. <clears throat> Instagram could be gone randomly like any social media app. Do what you love. Just look for creative ways to put your talents out there for people in the world to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand you're an artist. You're vulnerable. It makes you great. There's genius inside of you that people might not see yet, you know? Put it out there, though. Who cares? Put those rough drafts out there. Get that finalized shit going and put out those jokes or whatever the case may be of your craft. Because no one's going to see it if it's hidden in your basement or in your journal and not put out there on the stage or on social media or wherever, the whole name of the game is just to get your voice amplified and put that shit out there. Put that content out there. Fuck fuck them all, baby. Positive vibes. But for real, for real. Uh, Yo, it's real out here. Shout out to Burt's Bees. And Ricola. Those cough drops are fire. Those Ricola cough drops and Burt's Bees cough drops and that green superfood, garden of life type shit. Gotta be healthy, bro. Check your blood pressure, check your penis, check your VJJ. Just, just, just uh, you know, be healthy, be responsible, uh, have fun, live your life. And, yeah, that's it. Wear condoms. Uh, keep it basement. Listen to Keep It Basement podcast. Drink your vitamins, eat your green juices. Drink your green juices, eat your vitamins, whatever the fuck. And uh, listen to Keep It Basement podcast. Uh, follow us, subscribe to us. Keep It Basement on Instagram. Keep It Basement Twitter. Keep It Basement podcast. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, everywhere basically YouTube um, shout out the YouTube videos all that stuff more stuff coming thank you this is the Sweens monologue cute basement thank you